Welcome to the Head to Heal podcast, where you'll go head over heels learning about how the body and the brain work together to either feed disease or fight it. I'm your host, Jordana Sade, certified holistic nutritionist and founder of The Mindful Clinic. With a background in nutrition, behavioral neuropsychology, and hypnosis, I'm going to walk you through the root cause of your symptoms and disordered behaviors. The body has an innate ability to heal. No one is destined for illness, and most, if not all, disorders can be reversed. Come with me as we develop a new understanding of how you can use your head to heal and truly thrive. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Head to Heal podcast. I'm your host, Jordana Sade, certified holistic nutritionist, hypnotherapist, and founder of The Mindful Clinic. I am so excited to have one of my good friends and honestly, like one of my inspirations on this podcast, Sarah Lambert and I met a couple about a year ago, right? A little more than a year and a half ago in a mastermind container with a business coach. And the best thing that I got from that container was all the wonderful people that I met. I feel like so much of my life is actually because I was in that container right now. It's so funny how that happens. It's perfect alignment. Um, But one of the cool things about Sarah is, and I actually don't know if you know this, but when Sarah joined that container, you know, like we, we get notified for like who's joining. And I did like a deep dive on her Instagram and she was going to buy this Yves Saint Laurent bag. And as soon as I joined the mastermind, I went and bought a Yves Saint Laurent bag as well. And so I was like looking and thinking like, oh my God, like I want to be friends with this girl. Like we have really similar tastes. And then like, here we are a year and a half later. What? I did not know that. And what's crazy is we didn't know we lived so close to each other either. Right? Yeah. Because we like, you know, obviously we work on our, in a virtual world. So we have people all over the world. And like Sarah and I live like in Ontario. We live like yeah. fairly close. an hour away. Yeah. Love it. So cool. So meant to be. I know. Okay. So let me tell you why I love Sarah so much. Sarah is basically a business coach who helps female or maybe even male entrepreneurs, probably just female, all entrepreneurs, all entrepreneurs scale their businesses. And this is so important personally as an entrepreneur, as I'm focusing on scaling my business. But more than that, it's really about her being able to help you do what you love, right? Like we spend so much time working. And if we're not really doing what we love while we're working, then that's like kind of a waste of time in my opinion. But Sarah basically scaled her business from like this 30K side hustle to a $400,000 coaching business in four years, literally while raising children, like while she was on mat leave. She has two babies and she helps heart-centered entrepreneurs. So these are people who like actually care. They have a passion. They want to create a difference, right? She helps them basically scale their work and share it with the world. Transformational programs and courses. Sarah is so passionate about helping others make more without doing more. Oh my gosh, I love that. I'm like all about that right now. While becoming the best versions of themselves. So just welcome, welcome, welcome on this podcast, Sarah. Oh my gosh, Jordana, you are just the best energy. I could soak it up all day. Thank you for that. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. So there's so many places that I want to start with you, but like, obviously let's start kind of right from the beginning. Like, tell me about you. Tell me about your story. Mm -hmm. What brought you here? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to kind of rewind to when I was starting that side hustle or even a little bit before that, because I was someone who always wanted, or I wouldn't say always, but there became came a point in my life where I wanted more. I was doing the steps that everyone is expected to take, go to school, go to university, travel, then get a job. And I was at that point and I just, I was like, there has to be something more. And I started trying to build different businesses. And I say trying because many of the businesses or the first three businesses that I created made me zero money. So I don't even know if you can call them a business, but I was just trying things, throwing mud at the wall and having fun doing it. There was no pressure. I was at my corporate job and I was really learning about the online business space as I was doing that, which was really fun. And I always thought, well, I have to pursue my passion. And at that time, my passion was travel. I had just gotten home from a year and a half trip and I had gone to 30 some odd countries. And so 
I knew I love travel. And so I kept trying to force myself into this industry of travel. And that's where I need to start my business, but not really knowing how to make money doing it. And simultaneously, I randomly just decided to join a photography course because I had a DSLR camera. I didn't know how to use it. Joined a course, took it, learned how to use it, and was sharing my photos online. People started asking if I could take their photo. And without even realizing it, I had a photography business. And so I kind of just threw that together and it took off in that I was doing photo shoots for people while having my corporate job. But in the back of my head, I knew that I always wanted an online business and that this wasn't the online business that I had been trying to create. And so very early on, I knew I wanted to create a course. And it wasn't until I started having those photo shoots and hearing from the mom saying, oh, I have a good camera, but I don't know how to use it, that the idea for beginner photography for moms course came into my mind. And I decided that's what I was going to create. And now I'm like year one in photography, not quote unquote qualified to be the one teaching others. And that's something that I think really triggered people, but also expanded people because I was an expert compared to the moms, but the other photographers in the industry, like I speak to them now and they hire me now and to to help them grow their businesses. And they're like, I was so triggered by you. I had to mute you. I couldn't believe you just launched your business and now you're teaching about it. And so just that little side note to say that you're always an expert to someone. And just because you're not the top expert in your field doesn't mean that you're not qualified to help people. So I had this idea, but I was busy. I was working my corporate job or I say busy, right? Because we're all we're all busy working my corporate job, doing my side hustle of doing shoots and had this in the back of my head. But I didn't really have anything pushing me to actually get the course created. And then I got pregnant and I had my son and I went on maternity leave. And while I'm on maternity leave, I'm realizing, okay, this is my ticket. You know, I'm not going to replace my corporate income doing family photo shoots without working every evening and every weekend, which I didn't want to do. And so I was like, this is the time I got it. I got to get this out into the world. And that's when I really focused on getting my course created. I launched it while I was on maternity leave and I was able to hit six figures while on maternity leave and I quit my corporate job. So since then, it's really just evolved into what it is today. And where I am today is so much more in alignment with that photography business, which I think is a really important thing to see because a lot of people think, like I was trying to do with the travel, that you need to know what your purpose is and you need to just jump in. But often there are stepping stones, there are lessons, there are little things that need to happen and ways for you to learn to get to the place that you need to be. And we're always evolving. And so it really just has evolved into this business where I get to help other people do what I learned how to do along the way. Yes. Oh my God. First of all, I didn't even know that you were into travel. So that's like how far away that was, but also like what a beautiful transition. And you guys are probably thinking like, why are we talking about entrepreneurship on the Head Tail podcast? Right. But, and as you guys know, I'm having this event, the 1111 event. And one of the main pillars of the event is your soul and your soul's purpose. And I really believe that when we are fully connected and in alignment, everybody has a mission, everybody has a purpose, and it might not even be just one thing, but I really believe that when we are in that alignment, we feel like inspired by taking action on the things that we actually like to do. And this just perfectly encapsulates that because it's like, okay, you know, everyone that I talked to was like, I don't even know what my purpose is. And the thing is, is like, you don't even necessarily need to know definitively, this is what I'm going to do forever. But I think it's what you really highlighted there was, you know, having the bravery to be able to take the chance on yourself, knowing that you don't need to be an expert. I love what you said that you're an expert to someone, right? And just following kind of your passion and then in through that like alignment and the energy behind that, you're going to realign and it's going to be really powerful. And then that's how you're going to be able to like fulfill, you know, finances and time back with your family and all these other things. Yes, exactly. You're never going to know the path. You're never going to know exactly what you're meant to do. You just have to take those steps forward and do what feels right. And I think that's where this 
head to heel correlation happens because it's the same thing. We're constantly growing and healing and we need to first be able to believe in ourselves, to trust ourselves, to take those actions. Because for me, if I didn't believe in myself and someone asked me, someone could have said, hey, do you do photography? And I could have just said no. Yeah. But instead, it's responding and noticing those coincidences that aren't coincidences. They are nudges leading you home. Yeah. So beautiful. Okay. Take me back to the time that you decided to quit your corporate job. Tell me about how you were able to like, like, I get that, you know, you hit six figures and then you were like, okay, like this is enough, like for me to continue on sustain, but like, were there any fears? Were you like, if I leave, what, what's going to happen? Because the difference between corporate jobs and entrepreneurship is like corporate jobs are very stable. Like you're very stuck, but there's a lot of stability there. And for a mom, how do you make that jump into like the unknown? Right. It's a really great question. And it almost makes me smile thinking about, because when I look back to that version of myself, I had a blind confidence. It doesn't make any sense when I look back and I I almost giggle because it's like, whoa, (laughs) I just went for it. I didn't feel like I had the fears. And it seems crazy to look back. I'm like, how did I not? But I feel like I just knew that it was the only way that I wanted to live because I knew I had to choose. I could not run a business and work nine to five downtown commuting an hour and be a present mom. And so I knew what my vision for myself was. And I knew that going back to corporate was not getting me closer to that. And I used to say, oh, I don't have any mindset blocks. Like, look at me. I've gotten to this point. I'm good. And I'm sure that you hear this all the time where people don't, you don't know what you don't know. I think that was that blind, almost laughable confidence back then because I wasn't aware of limiting beliefs. I didn't know how much work it was going to be, not only externally, but internally. And I'm glad that I didn't (laughs) in a way because it probably would have freaked me out a little bit more. But it's been the most expansive thing that I could possibly do. And I'm grateful that I just didn't overthink it. Yeah. Yeah. I always say like your biggest limiting belief is believing that you have one in the first place. Mm. Right. Kind of like ignorance is bliss with some of this stuff. Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. like for me personally, I was just like, I just like don't want to binge eat anymore. Like, let's like figure out how to not do that. And then it just like spiraled into this like massive thing. Right. Um, So, but if I had known in the beginning that like, I was going to have to learn how to use, like, this is so silly, but I'm not tech savvy, but like learn how to use zoom, learn how to create a course. I would have been like, hell fucking no, like not me, not down, but it does just kind of like one foot in front of the other evolve. But Take me back a little bit to the inner work that you're talking about, like the limiting mm-hmm. beliefs that you're talking about. Tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah, it's funny because my work with it actually started when I realized I needed to help other people with it. Mm. So like I said, I had this sense of confidence and no, nope, I'm good. My mindset's in check because I was telling myself I was confident and telling yourself and believing you can achieve something are two very different things. And so what I started seeing was that when I would talk to people, they could be motivated. And you probably can relate to that, right? When you're on a call with someone, they can feel your energy. They are like, yeah, sure. I won't eat past seven. Sure. Like I can leave a a spoonful, whatever. But then when they're by themselves in their own energy, it's a lot harder. And I was noticing that with my clients. And so the introduction for me into mindset work was me learning how to coach my clients on their mindset. And in doing that is when I really started to see, okay, here we we're on to something. I do have blocks and there's a certain level of success that I'm going to see with the beliefs that I have now. And I've manifested what I have based on my current beliefs. But if I want more, my beliefs are going to expand, need to expand. And that's easier said than done. It's easier said than done. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I totally resonate with that. It's like, sometimes when I'm on a call with somebody, like they're like, yes, 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 man, the whole way. But then when we're kind of in our own energy, a lot of the fears and like the limiting beliefs and the programming and all that stuff, like really starts to creep in, especially with my clients. It's like, 
okay, you know, the brain plays tricks on you because it tells you like, it starts to rationalize things that you like don't want to do. Or in your case, it might be that like, you know, you've given someone a task for their business and they just like make up every reason not to do it or like won't get on Instagram or like whatever it is. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah. I was able to see that I can give them the strategies and help them create that strategy. But if they don't have the confidence or the belief or the tools to overcome their self-sabotage or procrastination, then that's not going to get done. Mm -hmm. And so there really needs to be both as you build anything, as you do anything, there does, the structure is important and the inner work is equally, if not more important to be able to get the results that last, that work, that feel good. Yeah. I know you know this. In, in, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, like, you can tell Sarah is in Mindful Method because she's like, no, mm -hmm. you can't seven, leave a spoonful behind. And yes. it's so true, though. It's like, you know, you. this is one of the reasons why diets don't work is like, we know the strategy. Like, most people know, like, if you eat too much, don't, you're going to gain weight. <laughs> That's just like mm -hmm. not not shocking, right? Just like people know, like, if you want to make a million dollars, you're going to have to like have something to get you there, right? Mm -hmm. um, but it really does come down to like, well, then how do we like not get in our own way? And I think that now, if you're okay to talk mm -hmm. about your experience in the mindful method yeah. and how, because yeah. it's so funny, you're just like, I look at you and I look at your business and I'm like, this girl, like you do come across as confident, like, you know what you're doing. And then when you came to me, you just like, hadn't thought about it like that for health yet. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And it blows my mind now that I know what I know from your program. It really blows my mind that I had never heard that before, that I had never learned what you're teaching. And I'm so grateful for it because you said earlier, thinking you have a limiting belief can sometimes be the limiting belief, but there's this awkward stage in the middle where you, you can have this blissful confidence and unaware that there's a problem that can feel fine. But then there's that uncomfortable in between where you are now aware that there's opportunity to grow. You're aware, but you haven't yet overcome that. And I think that's the part that people fear, but it's so amazing because in your program, you give the tools and it's so simple and some and things that everyone can do. Because you do need to have that awareness. And I know that even when I would see you talk about your program, because I had known you for over a year before I ever thought that your work was for me. And you knew before I knew because <laughs> we went to lunch and I'm like, no, 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 I don't, I don't have any issues with food. I just cannot eat gluten. I can't eat dairy. And I restrict, restrict, restrict. And I'm like, okay. And I just love how you didn't even try you just allowed me to see it on my own. And eventually I reached out and I was like, wait a second, I think I do need this. And it was just, you don't know what you don't know. And until you're willing to admit you have a problem and the problem might not be as big as what, you know, it's not like I had this crazy eating disorder or was binging or anything like that. So I thought, oh, like I'm fine. I'll figure it out. But even if you're fine, like you can be amazing. And so I always struggled because I was in that all or nothing mentality and I would be really good for a week, two weeks, a month even, and then just fall off and be bad for two months. And that was the pattern. It was just over and over again. And so, of course, my results were not anywhere near where I wanted them to be. I didn't even have any results. Similar to you, I was suffering with stomach issues and chronic constipation and I just got used to it. It's like I accepted it. Like, yeah, I don't poop <laughs> as if it was just an okay thing. And then right off the bat, I just started losing weight. And again, it's not like I had so much weight to lose, but the tools that you gave me and the things that you taught, it made it so easy for those, the weight that didn't want to be there was able to finally leave. And I have only been in the program for what, three months and I've lost eight pounds. It honestly feels like I haven't tried. It doesn't feel like I'm on a diet or anything like that. And again, just being able to understand how powerful I am and how important it is to focus on our mind and really be intentional about the thoughts that we're thinking and the way that we're talking to ourselves. 
And so it's just been so life-changing how simple and effective it is. And I honestly feel so good. I'm so grateful to you. So grateful. Oh, like unintentionally the best testimonial ever. Thank you so much. Um, but it is, it is just like, just everyone fucking deserves that. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the same thing when we talk about like, follow your passion, right. It's like, mm-hmm. you can settle for that mediocre, like job that media, like there's some people aren't like, I hate my life. I hate my job. Some people are like, yeah, I make a decent amount of money. And like, I, you know, work the nine to five. And then I, I see my kids for a couple of hours, but like the reality is like, there can be so much more for you if you desire it. And I am so fucking focused on trying to get people to like see their highest potential and like not be afraid to take that step. Like I wish everybody had the blind confidence that that you Mm -hmm. did. Like Mm -hmm. this is what I want and I deserve. And from your own experience, because I know you kind of work with entrepreneurs at like all stages. Um, So Mm -hmm. from your own experience, like how do you work with somebody to help them find maybe not necessarily their passion, but like their message? Mm hmm. Yeah, I think that having that clear vision for your life is, it sounds cliche, but it is important because for me and for a lot of my clients, it is kind of that life-centric approach. And so if you're just trying to figure out what do I want in my career, okay, we can go there, but it's like, no, what, like this is all fitting together. You shouldn't just be focused on your career and put your life into it. I knew right from the get-go that I wanted to create something that allowed me to have the time freedom. And so when you know that out of the gate, otherwise I could have just been a photographer for years and years and years and traded all my time for money. But knowing what you want and taking those steps forward, that's going to really, really help you. So you might not know what it is you want to do and what your passion is, but I often talk about something called your profitable purpose, which is your intersection of what you like doing, what you've gotten results in either for yourself or others, and what people are willing to pay for. Because when you find the intersection of those three things, and it doesn't need to be what you want to be doing 20 years from now, it can literally be what you want to help people with this year. And you don't know where that's going to take you. Things are going to evolve if you want them to, especially, you know, based on your human design and what you want. Some people are going to evolve differently. Other people are going to find what they're good at and they're going to stick to it and they're going to become an expert and it's going to be perfect. So when you find that intersection, because you, a lot of people, they will be like, oh, I'm really good at this. I want to create a course on this and I've helped myself, but it's not something people are willing to pay for. And that's not a business. And that's kind of what I had been doing for a long time. So you do need to find the problem that you're helping people solve. And you can also find the on the flip side, what is the desire that you're helping people achieve? Mm. And sometimes it's both. For you, it's like the problem is people feel shitty. They want to lose weight. They have eating disorders, whatever. It, so many different problems. But some people, if you think of maybe an interior design, They really have this desire to transform their home or to declutter, whatever it might be. And so identifying that problem, but making sure it's a problem that people are willing to pay for and something that you want to do. And when I look back now, because I thought, oh, travel is my passion. But when I look at it now, what I'm passionate about is helping people. Mm -hmm. And I love to go on trips. That's always going to be a passion, but that doesn't have to be what... I do every single day, right? But it's really great to be able to be like, oh, I would love to, if you don't want to be on Zoom all day, then that's going to be a hint towards how you want to set up your business. If you don't want to work one-on-one, then you're going to set up your business differently than if you want to have that one-on-one. Having that vision is going to be really, really great. And then also looking at the profitable purpose of, okay, what do I have to offer? What are people willing to pay for? And how can I help them do that. How can I help them transform? Perfect. And if you're listening to this and you're just like, I don't even know what I like to do. Like, first of all, you do, you just have like quieted that mind for so long, but like, would you ever meet somebody who's just like, I genuinely have no hobbies. Like, what do you tell to somebody? Mm -hmm. I have no passion. Like I'm just side. I, yeah, I would say that in those cases, there's two ways to look at it. There's the, okay, 
you haven't given yourself the time and the space to access your own joy for life, like that's your first homework is go find something that lights you up. Go do something for you because we've been taught that doing things for ourselves is, is selfish, that the more we can put everyone else in, in before ourselves, the more of a hero we are. When abandoning ourselves isn't serving anyone. So when we can actually connect to ourselves and find what's joyful. So for me, again, I was just like, oh, I'm going to take a photography course that I'd always wanted to do. I didn't know that that was going to set me on this path. And before that, I don't know what my hobbies were, right? Like I wouldn't even have said it was a hobby. It's just doing something for yourself. Start doing things that for yourself and feel into what's good and close out what everyone else is doing and what you feel like you should be doing. That's really, really key because I think comparison can really stifle any kind of creativity or access to your intuition. So if you're just allow yourself to do things that light you up and be inspired. And even if it's going for a walk, you love to walk. It's my church is just going for a walk by myself. And so those are the moments where I get the hits of inspiration, where I feel my own energy. And so allowing yourself to do that, if you don't do that ever, of course you don't know what you want. Yeah. And I would almost even say like one step further, it's like actually, and when we talk about like reconnecting with our soul, our purpose, like all of these things, like it really is about coming home to yourself. And like, and so that's actually the moneymaker. It's it's not even like the thing that you're going to give the people to like that you're going to say, I know you're like, find the problem that people are going to pay for. And I'm right. like, no, let me tell you, okay? But it's like- Well, this is the thing. You can go strategic and a lot of people just focus on the strategy. But if you focus on both, this one that you're talking about is the key. Hi, babes. I am so excited to talk to you about my signature program, The Mindful Method. This is the exact same method that I have been using with hundreds of successful clients to help you heal your relationship to food, to increase confidence and to lose weight without dieting or killing yourself at the gym. If you're sick of not feeling like your best self, if you're sick of promising yourself that you'll start again on Monday, if you're sick of going on restrictive diets only to gain back the weight, I can tell you right now that if you gained it back, it did not work. You know what's healthy and what's not. You do. You just continue to choose the unhealthy option anyways. And a meal plan will not solve this issue. There is no amount of restriction or discipline or willpower that is going to stop you from self-sabotaging. The body follows the mind. Imagine a life where you don't have to think about what you can or can't eat. Imagine a life where you feel confident in all of your clothes, where every day and every way your body rebalances and you lose all of the weight so you find the truest, healthiest version of yourself. Imagine never having to start again on Monday. This is what happens when you focus on transforming the brain so weight loss is effortless. The body follows the mind, and it's time you actually get to the root cause of your issue. If you are ready to transform and find the truest, healthiest version of you without letting go of your favorite foods, I invite you to fill out the application in my bio. And if you're a good fit, we'll be in touch soon. Back to regular programming. I really believe that we come to this world like whole, completely whole. And then we just get like broken and we like, abandon ourselves and we reject ourselves because we're like, this isn't good enough. And I don't like this part of me and people are going to like me if I do this and I have to get a nine to five and I have to make a lot of money or like support my family. And now it's time to have children. And so like people, we just like follow this thread. And like, I work with so many mothers specifically who have lost themselves completely. And there is nothing more tragic to me when that happens. And if you're listening, this is not to like put blame or shame or anything like that, but this is how we generationally like transmit these cycles, right? Because it's like, if you grew up with a mother who was like preoccupied and like, okay, basically all I see you is when I'm putting you to sleep or waking you up in the morning and like maybe making your lunch and asking you like how your day was like, there's no connection there. And so the children grow up and they have insecure attachment. And then they grow up thinking that they need to abandon themselves in order to keep attachment. And here we continue on with the Mm -hmm. cycle. Right. Mm -hmm. And so then it's like, actually what we really need to be doing is just even creating some time and space within the day to be just with us, to like show up in the universe and say, Hey, I'm worth it to take some time for myself so that I can actually follow that like aligned, inspired 
action or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Like find that like thing that makes me happy. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't know if it was you who said this or where I saw this, but your kids' relationships with themselves will be based on your own relationship with yourself. Did did you have a reel on this recently? Yeah, it's me. (laughs) Yeah, like that is so powerful and so permission-giving because I've always been someone who people have said to me, how do you not feel guilt? Because I'll put my kids in childcare and go golfing or I'll put my kids in childcare and go to the spa. And I'm like, this is the best thing I could do for them. Not only because they're socializing and learning, but I'm a better mom when I pick them up at 4 p.m. Yeah. And I often say that parenting and, and entrepreneurship are both two of the most expansive things. And I work with a lot of moms because it is easy to lose yourself in both of them. Of course. And the beauty and the power and the joy comes when you are able to find a deeper connection with yourself and heal yourself even more. And that's when it becomes a lot easier too. And it's never going to be easy. Parenting is never going to be easy. Entrepreneurship is never going to be easy. Or I don't want to say never going to be easy, but it's a lot. It just is, right? But when we can have the resources to regulate our nervous system, to feel good, it all comes back. If we don't feel good, then how are we going to show up and be good parents? Like I'm going to snap if I haven't prioritized sleep and movement and eating things that make me feel good. So it's really is the basis of everything is really taking care of yourself. Yeah. It's so funny. It's like what I said on the reel was around your relationship with your mother, where I was like, you don't treat yourself the way your mother treated you because you could have the most amazing mother. You treat yourself the way your mother treated herself, right? And this is like, it's not just about the mother. Like we hear, this is like the oldest saying of time is like, children will do not as you say, as you do, right? And it's like, I've been saying forever, you know, I make myself, well, my husband makes me, but like, I eat really well. Like I I buy the expensive things, whatever. And like, so I give my kids hot dogs and macaroni if they want them. And like, and I'm not worried about it because I know that they see me take care of myself. They're going to take care of themselves. Right. And I do think it's so important. Like right before we were on this call, like my daughter's at my mom's, my son's at camp and I'm tanning outside and I'm like, wow, like I'm so grateful for this life. And I have a lot of people who join my program who literally like have like an awakening and they're like, I'm going to change my career. Like I'm going to be an entrepreneur. And it's the most like gratifying thing for me to hear because when you do this work, it's not just about the weight loss. Like it's really about like coming home to yourself and like giving value to yourself. And when you do that, like the opportunities are endless. Like Sarah, you have an online business. You made $400,000. Like that's probably US too. And you're your mom. Like I see you, the way you engage with your kids and obviously you're amazing, but if, if you can do it and if I can do it, like literally anyone can do it. Yeah, exactly. It's again, that intentionality of what is it that you want and then taking the steps towards that because it's not just gonna fall on your lap. You do have to choose. And you have the choice and you have the power. And so it really is just, when are you going to do it? And when are you going to go all in? So I love that people are joining your program and seeing, getting a glimpse into, oh, wow, I am worth it. I am worthy of the dreams I have, right? Like it's like the universe would not give you these big dreams and desires if it wasn't available to you. And so what's stopping you? And of course, there's a lot of things and that's what we work through, (laughs) right? The conditioning, the fears, of course. Yeah, that's there. I get it. It's not as easy as, yeah, what's stopping me? Okay, bye. Yeah, we all have responsibilities. We're adults and we need to be intentional. But also, it doesn't hurt to have that blind confidence sometimes. Yeah. Because like, what do you really have to lose? Like, honestly. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm, I'm not someone who is willing to wait until I retire to enjoy my life and to show my kids that there are limits Mm and quite the opposite. Mm -hmm. Totally. Mm -hmm. Okay. So talk to me about in my audience about why courses, like why Mm -hmm. is this what you're teaching people? Yeah. 
First and foremost, the reason that I really went into it was creating that passive income, something scalable that I could make money while I sleep. Like that's what grabbed my attention when I was 26 years old and thought this is available for me. What? And so I got really excited about that. And now it's that, yes, being able to make more and help more people because there are are only so many hours in the day. And especially when you are a parent, your days are shorter. And I know that we have the same amount of time, but we don't because it's not ours. We give so much of our time we have to, to our children, to our families. And so to run my business, I don't have the same amount of time in my day as someone who is running a business and can work 12 hours. And so I don't want there to be limits. I don't want to cap out on how many people I can help and have to raise my rates to astronomical amounts that people, not everyone can afford. But when you create a group program, you make the transformations that you facilitate accessible to people. And in addition to that, I have seen the power of community and the life that it gives, not only how it amplifies the transformation and expands the people within the group, but also the connections. Like we said, that's how we met. When we look back at that time in the mastermind, I don't think about the lessons or the nuggets from the coach. I think about the people that I met who changed my life. And so being able to take, you know, your profitable purpose and how you help people and not only do it for you so that you have more space to live your life and that you're actually then a better leader But then you also give this opportunity to the people. And I so believe that the people who join these programs, they're always there at the right time. Like you meet the right people. It's always so interesting how serendipitous it is that the right people are in the right place at the right time and people are going through the same things together. And so I think that it's just such an amazing way for people to share their knowledge without capping their impact or their income. Yeah. And I'm obviously not a born entrepreneur. Like this is just kind of fell into my lap. And so when I was starting my business, like, as you know, I was trading all of my time for money. Like I was only doing, and like, it got to the point where like one-on-one coaching had to be like a $30,000 thing, which is like not available for a lot of people, like the majority of people, right? Like not like the top 1% is going to pay that much for like a six month program. Right. The majority of the people who are struggling with like emotional eating and stuff, especially because, and I don't want to like limit here, but especially because the disorder of emotional eating and overeating is really a disorder of being out of alignment. And so if you're out of alignment with yourself, then you're out of alignment with your prosperity, with your abundance, with your love, like with all of those things. Right. And so the majority of people that like actually need my help cannot pay that. Some of them aren't even making $30,000 a year. Right. And so it just got to the point where I was like, oh my gosh, like this is not sustainable for me or for anybody else. And so I had to create the group program. And I'm so fucking glad that I did. For those of you guys listening, the reason why I'm going through this whole thing is because I didn't understand what passive income meant. Like everyone's like scalable, passive income. I'm like, what does that mean? Mm, (laughs) Like I genuinely, like it's, yeah, like just like such a baby, like I have no idea. And so For those of you who are listening, what we're talking about here is we're talking about creating one product. So like a pre-recorded product where for me, it's my signature program. So I take you through everything I talk about with like the pillars, everything I talk about with my private clients, it's pre-recorded. And then it's in like a little course. And that way, like if one person buys the course or 300,000 people buy the course, everyone can watch at their own pace. And I've only needed to record it one time. And then the component that actually makes it active, which is what you're talking about, the community that allows people to like stay in your energy are these like what I do, the open coaching calls, like I do them twice a week, but like other entrepreneurs might do it differently. Like we have a Slack channel for like 24 hour support type of thing, but some people might have a Facebook group or whatever it is. But what we're really talking about here is like, creating something one time and then being able to sell that over and over and over again. And that's where the scalability comes from. And that's what really gives you your time back. Exactly. It's working smarter, not harder. Just do it once. And I know, you know, we talked about this so many times and I'm like, you don't need to be the one teaching it every single time. Record it, 
record an epic training and they can rewatch it over and over again. And then it's like, oh, wow, look how much time I just got back when I did that. Yeah, we went out for lunch, like, I think it was in the fall, right? And I was like showing you my schedule. I was like, I'm dying. And Sarah was like, I cannot believe this is how you're living. She was I like, was overwhelmed it. just looking at your calendar. <laughs> and even then I was like, but I can't, but I have to be the one to say it over and over. And like, hmm. so even like, no matter where you are on your like entrepreneur journey, even if, if you've not started a business or you already have a business, there's always these steps that are difficult to like take that leap. But I really do feel like work is, you know, we spend so much time doing it, like I've said, and it's important for us to feel like passionate about it. But even bigger, what's more important is like being able to like live your life and having the accessibility to do so. Like I remember being in a place in my life where I lived, I couldn't even buy a coffee. And now yeah. like it's like, I can't believe that the possibility to scale like this is possible and it's available. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's one decision away and you don't have to go all in. If you're someone who right now is working a corporate job and you know that you're made for more and you're not fulfilled, you don't have to go quit your job tomorrow. And in fact, I would recommend that you don't, but allow yourself to follow the little nudges, the hints of inspiration, or if you don't know what those nudges or that inspiration is, that is a sign that you are disconnected from yourself. And it's an invitation to reconnect, to do something for yourself. And, and this is not that you need anyone's permission, but our permission for you to go and do something for yourself. And if you go for a walk, don't take your AirPods, don't take your phone, like go for a walk in nature. And it doesn't mean you're going to go for one walk in nature. And all of a sudden you're going to have this million dollar business idea, but as you start to do it and you start to connect to yourself, that's when those little nudges or those little alignments will happen. And little by little, you can start to grow something. And before you know it, you, you'll be quitting your corporate job if that's what feels aligned to you. And Jordana will be showcasing you right here. Okay, Sarah, I know that our time is like limited, but I have another large question that I don't know if you'll be able to answer in the available time slot. But you talked about human design and I know that you are like a human design like master. I know that you talk about it a lot. So can you tell me and my audience about what human design is and what the human designs are? Yes. So human design is a... I don't want to call it a personality system because it's not about your personality. It's based on where you were born, when you were born, exact coordinates, time, and it tells you your energetic blueprint. So this is how you are meant to operate and how you are received in the world, your energy. And we all know that people have an energy, that everyone has a specific frequency. And regardless of what type you are, there's five different types, which I'll talk about, but we know that feeling when someone walks into a room, the different feelings, and it could just be a mood, but based on your human design, you're going to generally understand how your energy is received. And when you can do that, it's really powerful because then you can leverage it. And I'll go through the types. There are five types. And the two biggest types make up 70% of the population. And that's the generator and the manifesting generator. And they're both quite similar with small differences. But in the interest of time, I'll just kind of clump them together. And the generator and manifesting generators, they're the workhorses. They're the ones who can work eight hour, eight plus hours a day when they're doing something they're passionate about. And they can take quick action and they move really fast. So that's 70% of the population are those two types. Then we have projectors. Jordana is projector. This is 20% of the population. And projectors are the leaders. They see the vision. They're the visionaries. And they're not meant to work and do all the things. They're meant to see the vision, see how it should all work. And then the generators, the manifesting generators can pump it out. So projectors shouldn't be working crazy hours. And that's why even more, I'm a manifesting generator. You're a projector. I'm like, you cannot be working this many hours. This is crazy. So I should rewind. Manifesting generators are very much when they walk into a room, people lean in to that energy because there's a lot of energy. So it's almost like, oh, wow, there's a lot of energy there. I want it. Projectors, their energy is a little bit more subtle in that 
It's very powerful, but as a projector, you want to wait until you're invited energetically into a situation before you insert yourself. And this might look like you're at a dinner party and everyone's sharing something. And instead of just saying, oh, for me, you you wait till someone says, what about you? And what this means is that your response is going to be so much more powerful when you're invited to share. And it doesn't mean you have to. And there's so many things in the chart that will change how this is actually received. So that's the projector. And then the manifestors are 8% of the population, so even smaller. And the manifestors, their energy is actually very strong and almost repelling, but not in a negative way, not in a, but they walk into a room and you almost have to lean back. That's the repelling. And so it's just good to know if you're a manifestor, it's like, oh, okay, I have a very strong presence, a strong energy. And some people might be a little bit taken aback by it. But manifestors are meant to work in energy cycles. Like they don't have this constant energy either. And so they're just, they need to wait for those hits of inspiration, which can be frustrating for manifestors because they want to go create, but until it's aligned, like they have to wait for that moment and then go. That's a manifester. And then the reflector is only 1%. And this is someone who operates on the lunar cycles. And I know we all do, but very strongly should not make a decision before they've waited like a whole lunar cycle and they reflect everyone's energy. So if I'm in front of a reflector, it almost feels like they get me so well. Like my photographer is a reflector and it's the perfect job for her because when it just feels like she sees you, she gets you. That's only 1% of the population. So Understanding your energetic blueprint is really powerful in giving you permission. I have a lot of projector clients who will cry when they find out they're a projector and be like, I knew I wasn't lazy, but I just shouldn't be working so much, you know? And then the generators of like, okay, no, like when you find what you want to do, it's okay to go work. It's okay to go work for 12 hours because there's also this dialogue. And I talk about making more, working less. That's only because that's what I want. But Some people will love working. And it's like, yeah, that's what you love to do. Like, do what you love to do. And so understanding your energetic blueprint is a really great way to really get to know yourself. And the more self-awareness you have, the more you can harness your natural powers. And it just makes life so much easier and so much more fun. Yeah. And like, just for a bit of context, like whenever anyone meets me, actually, no, I've had a couple of people like say for sure that I'm a projector and they're like, no, you're definitely like right off the bat, but more often than not, and this is based off of like the energy that I was giving off for so long. Like everybody thinks I'm a generator, a manifesting generator, because I'm so busy. I'm so like boisterous. I'm so loud and I'm, I'm whatever. And I was working like a manifesting generator or a generator for a really long time. And like, I just want to emphasize here that once you go and look up your human design, as I'm sure all of you guys are going to do now, it's okay if you're not working like your design right now, because I made my first 300K like in that space, right? But I did it as if I was literally like climbing up a mountain with a boulder on my back. Like it was, it was not in alignment. It was hustle, hustle, hustle. And that hustle becomes addictive. Like, of course, there's benefits and there's like dopamine being released. But as I'm stepping into like my projector tendencies, it's just so much better for me to like spend the majority of my day doing things like tanning, going for a massage. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like a ridiculous person right now. And then like recording a podcast like this, like these are the things that I actually genuinely love to do. And the time like being lazy or like doing things for me is not in selfishness. It's like, it's actually what gives me the energy to be able to lead and to be able to like see the, be the visionary. And I I can't do that when I'm like hustle, hustle, hustle. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think that if you're listening to this, please go and look up your human design and we can chat about mm-hmm. it. Uh, but knowing what your human design is, is like so beneficial. That's also one of the reasons why when you were like, I can't have gluten and I can't have dairy. I didn't say anything. I'm not, I'm just like, I'm just right. <laughs> yes. Right. You're so invited. So. Exactly. Wow. That's so interesting. I never thought about that, but yeah, it's so permission giving, especially because like you said, because 70% of the population are the generator types, we've all been conditioned. So that other 30%, the 20% projectors, the 10%, 8%, 1%, 
manifestors, reflectors, they've been raised in a generator's world. Just like, you know, women have been raised in a male-dominated industries. So we all think that this is the way, eight-hour workdays. Well, that was because it was likely created by generators. And so it's not in alignment. And so having, being able to see that, it really is permission giving. And the more you can understand yourself, the more authentic that you can be and the more connected you can be to your intuition and who you are and what you want. And that really is the basis of everything. Yeah. Ain't that what life's about? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Coming home. Coming home, baby. <laughs> Okay, Sarah, do you have anything cool going on? Like, tell my listeners, do you have any offers? Like, how can you work with you? Like, tell me a little bit more. Thank you. Yeah, so I actually just released a free mini course. It's called the Framework Outliner. And this is if you are someone who isn't really sure what you have to offer, this would be a great place to start because it will help you see what you can offer and how you can put that into a framework Because when you understand how you can help people, it makes it a lot easier to sell that and to create a business around it. And so that's a really great one. And then I have my signature program, which is called the Skill Method. And this is for you if you are someone who wants to grow your online business with a scalable offer, with a program that can transform lives and take the cap off of your impact and your income. And we are six-month mentorship group coaching, all the good stuff where you get all the curriculum and access to me and we build your business together. So those are the two offers that I can share with all of you. And thank you for asking. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited. That framework on the free offer. I hope if you guys are listening, you'll go and do that right now, because even if you are happy in your job, there is no harm in seeing like the type of impact that you can have if it's you driving yourself, right? Some people like the manifesting generators and the generators, whatever, like maybe they genuinely love their corporate job as an accountant or whatever they're doing and the income is great. And I'm sure all that's lovely. But at the end of the day, everybody is so different. And so if you are not working for yourself, then you're always going to have to like follow a set of like guidelines and rules from somebody else. And anyways, it just doesn't hurt, okay, to go and see what your framework can be and like what kind of passion and purpose you could potentially have. So I'm really excited about that. Thank you so much for sharing. And where can my listeners find you, Sarah? Yeah. So I hang out on Instagram mostly. It's at the Sarah Lambert. Yeah. That's the best place to find me. Yeah. And we will put all of the links in the show notes. And I just wanted to say thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. I love you so much. You are the best energy ever. And I just am so grateful to know you and to be part of your community. Oh, I love you. Have a great day, babe. We'll talk soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye.